So are you guys going in the front doors or the back doors? Chill. Roy, I didn't think about front or back. I just got the access, so we could try whichever. Maybe we try the back, and if the back doesn't work, we try the front? Sure. Okay. So you guys um, pull into the loading dock and do not see anybody there. There is some roll-up doors in the back as well as some double-sized man doors. Uh, Cho's going to try the old uh, loop the security footage trick. You are not in that side of the system. Oh. You have, you're in the tenant computer, but you can actually see where the, the right access for the cameras are, and it's behind a firewall router and in a secure server. Well, well, obviously, we would have fake plates on the van, right? Yes. So even if they see us pulling in, it's not that big a deal. Well, if you guys are wearing you know, helmets and armor and things like that, they won't see your faces, per se. Yeah, we'll be fine. Let's go. So are you guys armor? Are you guys going full load on this on this little mission? Oh yeah, hundred sure. percent. So every everybody picks up all their their guns and their armor. Uh, the guns that we took from Dax were any of them better than the equipment we currently have? Not really. No. Okay. They're worth some money. There's a couple sidearms and a submachine gun, right? Yep. Okay. Well, if nothing's better, then I won't make a big deal about distributing them to anyone. I, I almost think that Flynn would just put the other guns in his waistband. <laughs> Probably. He's back. And his... sling the SMG over his shoulder. So he's like literally just like, you know, he's got like four sidearms. And... I can fit infinite guns it... in my bag. That's, it's the future. <laughs> I, I just expect that. All right, well, let's, let's, let's check this door then. And, uh, and... Cho will move up to the, uh, move toward the back door. So you see two roll-up doors, and you also see uh, two uh, a double man door in front of you, and then there's a little door to your right. I'm going to go to the little door. It's like a single person door. Mm-hmm. And uh, see if the chip read, uh, gets read, read on the reader. It does, and the door, you hear the electronic strike on the lock click, and the door release open. Well, 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 thank you for letting in Charles Brown. Okay, uh, you look through that door, and it looks like uh, there's, looks like it's an offshot of the lobby, and there is a couple of vending machines. Mmm, snacks. Hey, boys, there's snacks. No. We don't you, have time for that. You don't, need to eat. you don't need to eat anymore, man. You just puked your guts out. I did not throw up. I almost threw up. There's a big difference. I did not boot. Shh, quiet. Flynn, after you. All right. Yeah, I'll take the lead. I'll take six. You move forward across the little vending machine area, and you come to a corner. You can see across a hallway, there's a ramp going up to what looks like something. You can't quite make it out. And then there is a set of double glass doors to your right around the corner as you peek it. Can we see a sign that says stairs or elevator? Um, Not from where you are, no. With Cho's connection to the tenant computer, can I get, like, a, a, a heads-up map on my visor? Uh, give me a software check. Natural 20. <laughs> yes, not only do you know where this is, you also know where all the guards are. Okay, um, through those double doors to your right is the elevator lobby. However, there's two security guards at the security concierge desk. Alex, I'm sorry. Do you want me to switch dice? No, it's fine. 
Okay. Uh, there are two guards at the security concierge desk. Uh, behind them is the elevator lobby, where there are four elevators. Up that ramp, there is a freight elevator, which you think your chip will open. Um, there is also a security operations center, which uh, views rotating views of different cameras. There's so many cameras in this building, I can't look at all of them at once. So it just kind of cycles different views. Um, it looks like there is two guys in there, and then uh, on that same floor, which appears to be the 32nd floor, which is it's a security and the um, building management, there is also a quick reaction force. All right, boys. There's 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 a number of uh, of uh, what what would we call them uh, bad hombres here. There's quite a few. Um, so set an alarm off on the top floor. They go up to investigate it. We follow them up on a different elevator. They're distracted. I, I mean, I could do that if that's what you want. Or is it better to not be detected at all? Hmm. Ajax kind of looks at Flynn. I'm not sure we're that great at sneaking. Yeah, we might want to try to get them out of the way. All right, I'll uh, I'll see what I can do about setting off some kind of alarm or, or fire, maybe. Maybe how about a fake fire? Fake fire sound good? Yeah, I like it. If the sprinklers go off, even better. Well, will that attract? As soon as the sprinkler goes off, I believe the police get called. Greaser, make me an intelligence check. Fourteen. If the fire alarm goes off, all of the elevators go straight to the lobby and stick. Yes. Uh, fire will lock down the building. All right, no. Then we'd have to run up the stairs, which I know you're not a fan of running it currently. You know what? My man Cho here is a wizard. I bet he could override that, and we would have an elevator that could go up during the alarm. You, you put. I, I appreciate the faith, Reynolds. You're putting a lot of it on me, though. You've never let me down, man. I have. You, I, no, no, I have. Aces. You just you just don't remember. Oh, that's possible. Do you remember Tuesday? It's the day before yesterday. Yes. No, not really. What happened? I let you down. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that'll ever come off your record. Anyways. All right, All right. So, so how about this? How about maybe I just uh, fake like a window entry, right? I, or a window, window security, perhaps? Maybe one of the windows broke on top floor, and they need to send a security force upstairs? Yeah, that'll work. Or fake a heat signature, or or maybe an emergency call from an emergency call from a tenant. Maybe somebody's uh, somebody's hot tub broke. I don't know if they send security for that. Uh, maybe you can cause some static in their screens they're watching, and they'll have to go to the roof and adjust the, the dish, because that happens, right? What if you just put, can, can you insert a image of somebody running? on one of the floors and they see it on a camera yeah could we fake a robbery attempt or something okay so let me try this let me try this um so here like um, you guys act out a robbery i'll record it and then you can take that video and put into like on the 58th floor no you have video of luigi running around remember because you put all those funny outfits on him and made fun of him just Put him in an outfit and make him run around here. Should he be wearing green overalls? Yes. And a poop yes. hat. Yes. Right. And should he have a big, big, thick mustache? Mm-hmm. Yes. And make him jump every so often? Yep. Oh, I could tell. Yeah, that sounds like a, a lot of fun. Should he be on mushrooms? Yes. Absolutely. All right. Let, let me see. Let me see what I can do with that. You've given me a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of uh, things to work with here. So come on, wizard man! Let's see what we can do. Aces, aces. All right. 
So I'm going to try to uh, to build a short vignette um, using uh, some of my uh, knowledge of the map of the building. Uh, how many floors are in the building? 65. So on the 64th floor, uh, one of the penthouses, we are going to fake uh, Luigi jumping around high on mushrooms. Okay, you've got to hack into that next router at least to get access to it. Oh, okay. Um, what, did you think it was going to be easy? All right, here we go. I'm going to give it a whirl. Can I build? Uh, can I build an app to try and help me with the crack? Nope. Not on the floor. Not here. Okay, not on the fly. Got it. All right. Uh, so we're going on uh, networks, right? Or crypto? No, you're doing just against software because you're trying to hack, like, basically kill okay. the firmware on the router. Okay. That is a 16. No. And you detect a backtrace. Uh, disconnect. Okay, give me a D20 roll. Quick, cut off his arms. <laughs> Do I add anything to it? Just your uh, network check. 10. You don't think they know where, but they know you're either in this building or the next one over. All right, guys, so we got to cheese it. Uh, let's let's head for the elevators. Let's start going up as soon as we can, because uh, they know we're either here or one building over. Do we have to go past the security guards to get to the elevators? Not if you take the freight elevators. You just got to sneak past the double doors and hope they don't see you. All right. Let's do that then. Quickly, quietly, let's go. Okay, everybody who's got recon stealth, give me one of those. If not, just roll me an agility check. Oh, now you roll high. Please remind me when we're using the skills what that means. It says, I have recon stealth. It says one total three. Total three includes all your attribute bonuses and everything else. One's how many points. Oh, gotcha. So I'm just rolling the plus three at this point. Yep. So my agility check is a total of 20. Uh, Natural 20 plus three makes 23. Eight. Eight. Ajax? Uh, Ajax runs into the vending machine because I rolled <laughs> a two. Adding two is a whole four. Okay, as you are as you are going up the ramp toward the thing, Flynn, you said you were in the back. No, no Flynn was leading. Reynolds yeah, was in the, the back. back. Okay, yep. Ajax, where are you? Right behind Flynn. Right behind, right in front of Flynn then? Cause, oh yeah, right behind Flynn. Okay, so Flynn, you managed to get up to the ramp uh, toward the freight elevator. As Ajax is running, he trips on the ramp and falls on his face, dropping his weapon, making a loud crashing sound as it hits the floor. As that happens, you hear footsteps coming from the security desk, and they open the door, and you see two security guards. I'm going to point my gun at um, Ajax and go, I got him, guys! Don't worry about it! Uh, Give me a deceit check. (laughs) This shouldn't work. I don't care what I rolled. That shouldn't work. There's, there's penalties. Don't worry. All right. I got a nine plus two, 11. Oh, okay. Go ahead and roll some initiative. <laughs> Are we all rolling initiative? Yes. <laughs> As the guards draw their weapons. 17 for Cho. Uh, Flynn has a 12. Reynolds has a 15. Sorry, Flynn 12. Reynolds 15. What'd you get, Cho? 17. 17. And then Ajax, what'd you get? Six. Six. Okay. Well, you are on the ground. Cho, yeah. it looks like you get the first shot off. So you are, you're standing there, and you see two security guards come through the double doors uh, into the vending area behind the ramp, and it, they both draw. With my access to the, the, uh, the local 
information. The local building. Can I slam the door shut? You said you disconnected. Oh, I did. Shoot. Oh, All right, then, then, uh, then, yeah, Cho pulls out his pistol and tries to open fire on the guards. Okay, so with a pistol, it's usually a speed two slash one, so you can either fire a double tap and then you just kind of, you're just kind of aiming wherever, and then or you can fire a single shot. That's a... that's more Cho. This is Cho's more of a spray and pray type of guy than than a highly skilled combatant. Okay. So you're shooting at guard number one. So give me two d20 rolls and tell me what your totals are. All right. Actually, I'll just tell you. Anything over an 18 for his defense. Do, do they have a, uh, armor on at all? Yes, it looks like they're wearing chest armor, and that's about it. And the attack, I get a plus four on the attack with that 40 caliber pistol, right? Yes. Okay, so the first shot is a 22. Okay. The second shot is a six. Uh, that misses. So you hit him with the first shot, but he manages the kind of the recoil on him moving to get out of the way. Uh, you hit him in the right arm. Okay. And it's 3d6 for damage, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, 12 points. Ooh. Okay. Uh, you do significant damage to his uh, right arm, uh, but he's still up. He's going to see if he keeps his gun in his hand or if he drops it. He does, in fact, drop his gun. What kind of roll was that, just for the mechanics? I don't... How would that work? Uh, so he rolled a 22 and a 6, so he fired two shots. Uh, I had rolled a d20. These guys... These particular guards don't have any bonus to defense. It's a straight flat roll. Uh, he rolled an 18. So the 22 hits, the 6 does not. And then, because he fired just randomly, I rolled a d12. So if you look at your, your condition track, you'll notice there's numbers assigned to him. Yep. So I rolled a d12 and got an 8, so he got hit in the right arm. And I'm just kind of you know, calculating these as I go. And then when he did that damage, that guy lost 13 points. And so I rolled a uh, determination check to see if he would keep his gun to by beating the damage. And he did not. So he dropped his gun. And was that because it was half damage to the arm? Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. You, you, you've severely wounded his arm. It was to Reynolds. All right. Uh, so one of the guards lost his gun. Yep. He's been shot in the arm. Uh, I'm going to kneecap the other one with my shotgun. Okay. Go ahead and single shot. Yep. yep. Both kneecaps or just the one? Just the one. But it is a shotgun, so maybe. Uh, I got a 15, uh, so it's a 16 total. Yep, that hits him. Uh, ties go to attacker in this system. Ah, okay. A little different. So since since I did a single shot, I called the, the right leg. That's where I'm hit, or aiming. Okay. And my shotgun. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Um. 29 points of damage. Okay, you blow his leg clean off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, I'm so sorry. I just no. I'm oh oh. That's so, I just I was told I could not cut a dude's arm off, and you just went and shot this dude's leg clean off. <laughs> I did not expect that to happen. <laughs> and Cho. <laughs> Cho starts vomiting at that particular moment. <laughs> and that's why you always leave a note. Ah, oh, man. Flynn, it is your turn. There's one guy grasping his arm because he was shot in the arm, and there's another guy laying on the ground, bleeding profusely from the leg. Uh, your experience as a soldier tells you he will probably bleed out shortly. Well. Sorry. I'm so sorry. So- sorry. sorry, working working Joe. Uh, so the guy who we shot in the arm, he dropped his gun, right? Yes. All right. I'm going to walk over. I'm going to punch him in the head. 
Okay, roll me a attack. He's going to attempt to duck because he doesn't want to get punched in the face. That's fine. Uh, wait, what am I adding for... Add your uh, strength modifier? Just my strength. Okay. Uh, that's only a 12. That still hits him. All right. Roll me some damage. Uh, five unarmed damage. Okay. Uh, you do hit him in the head for five damage, but he is still conscious. That's unfortunate. Okay, so it is now his turn. Uh, you see him reach for his radio and go, I need backup in the lobby! We got intruders! Lobby, lobby! And so... Now, why'd you go and do that, kiddo? Uh, Ajax. I'm going to move over and pick up my gun that I so gracefully dropped. Okay, that would be uh, pretty much your entire turn. <laughs> move over, pick up gun, check it. Yeah, you're good. The other guard is bleeding out. Harris, uh, after vomiting, what would you like to do? Um, Cho, uh, Cho's probably going to end up spending this turn picking himself up off the ground and trying not to slip in his vomit. Okay. The second guard is called for backup. The other guard's just kind of laying on the ground screaming. Uh, Reynolds. Oh, yeah. Um, He's got another leg. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to be selfish. I don't want to, don't want to like, murder these guys, but I don't know what else to do. That's kind of the track we're on right now. You bet, but is there, like, an intimidation? Can I just, like, point my shotgun at him and tell him to shut the F up? And... Yes, that would be a charisma check. Okay, I'm going to do that. Do I get any bonuses that I... Uh, I, I, I there's some tables in the book that we've put into the final that, that will show you, and it, it shows how it works. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's poor effort on my part. I got a six total. Did not succeed. Sorry. All right. Then can I shoot him? Uh, no, that's pretty much your whole story. <laughs> oh, you're, okay. you're like, I'm going to get you. I'll kill you if you don't shut up. And he ignores you. Uh, it's his turn, so he's going to attempt to pick up his gun that he dropped with his left hand. Which he does. Uh, Flynn. You can get your arm now. You know, kid, I was just trying to knock you out, but you went and had to do something stupid and call for backup. I'm going to have to shoot you now. I am going to... Oh, I have all these guns. Which gun should I use? The 9mm suppressed? Yes. I'm going to shoot him in the head. One shot to the head. Okay, give me a roll. Uh, 12. That does, in fact, hit. Give me some damage. He's already taken five to the head. Seven. God, I can't roll higher than a three. Well, at the very least, he's unconscious. So, you're not, you're, you're pretty sure you see his chest rising, but he's unconscious and is bleeding pretty severely, so you're not sure if he'll wake up first or if he'll bleed out. Okay, that's fair. Okay, so that's the end of that combat. Reynolds, quick, grab his radio, tell them that it was a false alarm, and that everything is okay. We got a reactor leak down here. <laughs> yes. We're all fine here, we're fine. How are you? Yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll try to do that. I'll get on the radio and tell them that everything's under control. Okay, give me a roll. Got a three, plus two, five. The voice on the radio comes back and says, you do realize we can see you on the camera. Well, I like to think that I like push the button. I look at the guy's like, what should I say? <laughs> oh, no, we're good, we're good. You think they bought it? Oh, shit, my, phone, my finger, phone's still on the button. I think the other the other giveaway is the guy screaming in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! My leg! Oh, we're good. Totally fine. False alarm. Okay. No problem. You know Charlie. Always he joking said around. Egg. 
not leg. He said egg. He brought egg salad <laughs> yeah. oh for lunch. His wife made it. It was this famous recipe. His his grandma's grandma's famous egg salad. His wife just figured out how to make it, and he dropped the Tupperware. So he's screaming, my egg, my egg. Oh, see, I thought it was because his wife put him through couples counseling, and the egg is like a baby, right? And he's supposed to take care of the egg through the course of his day. <laughs> <laughs> and he dropped the egg so it's like dropping a baby and then he fails the course and then his marriage goes to shit I mean that's just as plausible at this point so little column A little column B yeah very yeah yeah very nice okay so where are you guys heading now should we save these guys before we leave or are we just gonna let them bleed out I'm assuming at this point more security is coming so let's run Maybe they will stop to help these poor, unfortunate souls and buy us some time. Maybe this is just the distraction we needed. <laughs> yeah! It's not the distraction you wanted, but it's the one you needed. Open up the freight elevator, sir. Okay, so you uh, open up the freight elevator and push the button and ask for a chip input. Boop! Uh, and the freight elevator door closes and goes up. Like during the elevator ride, Cho's like using his shirt to like wipe off his mouth, and then like he's popping out some breath mints. And <sighs> okay, so the freight elevator door opens, and you are standing in a hallway. There is a set of double metal doors to your front and a metal door to your left. Did we actually go to floor forty-seven? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna start looking for three and seventeen. Yeah. So the rooms are 4703 and 4717. Okay, so you don't see either one of those. The door to your left has a sign that says stairwell, and the door to your front just says floor 47. Uh, I'm going to take the lead again and go towards that door that says 47. Uh, it's a double metal door. Uh, Cho passes his hand over the chip reader again. You hear an audible click from the electronic strike, and the doors open. You look out into a hallway, which looks like it goes to the ele main elevator lobby with the with the the passenger elevators. Uh, you see that the lobby takes a turn to the left, and there's also a set of double glass doors on your right with a very prominent Malfinia logo etched on them. Is there anything we could throw in front of that door? Because I have a feeling that's the way the security's going to come. Is there a desk? Is there a trash can? So wait, I've got an idea. Remember how we talked about how the fire will make all the elevators go right to the bottom floor? Oh! And, but then we have to take the stairs. Well, no, no. I have a rope. I'll get out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying it's it's a way to keep them from getting up here quick. They'd have to take the stairs to come up. That's true. And we'd know that which way they'd be coming. Yeah, we should do that. And, and wait till they're like one floor away. Just really piss them off. Or... We could also slide, we could slide down the elevator cable. There's a lot of options, but I, let me, I'll get, you yeah. guys look for the doors. I'm going to get into the system again. Yeah. And see okay, what I can so do. Okay, so which way are you going? Are you taking the left or are you going to go in the first set of uh, glass doors? I think, yeah, yeah the glass doors. Yeah, the glass doors. <laughs> Unless oh, someone thinks we doors. should check Star Starwell's office. It's a weird name for a manager, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys go through the glass doors. Uh, to your right is a reception desk, and then the hallway continues down to your right. And there is a hallway to your left. Give me a quick perception check. Ooh, I can do that. Everyone or just Flynn? Flynn. We'll start with Flynn. Okay. 21. Okay, you actually see 4717 just to the right and in front of you. Is it just a regular door? Yep. Looks like an office door, and it has uh, Mr. Thompson written on it. 
Do I know that name? Yes, that's the last name of Dax. Oh, the, that's that's the, dude bro. that's the dude bro. Okay. That's the dude bro. I just wrote down Dax. I couldn't remember anything else. Uh uh who's got the key? Who's got the uh 17 key? Up, I'll grab it. Here. Yeah, okay. I gave it to Ajax in the van, so. Okay. So Ajax, you get the 17 key and go to the door. Uh you pass it over the reader and the door again opens with an audible click and uh, there is a long office uh, that looks out over the city. Uh, it's got a very nice view, and you see some filing cabinets. You see a computer. You see basically what you would see in an in an office. Some some really crappy art on the walls. Hmm. Uh, we start looking behind all the art because that's where everybody hides a safe. Uh, you do not see a safe behind the art. Start moving all the filing cabinets. Uh, no safe behind the filing cabinet. Is there a locked door on the desk? Uh, there is a locked filing cabinet. I rip it open. Okay. Uh, you see two files in there. Uh, one of them it says personnel, and the other says Malcavro. Are these hard copy files? Yep. In the future? What malarkey is this? These are fake. If you don't want it to be hacked. That's true. I'm just going to grab both files then. I don't care. And, and okay. tuck them in my inside, like, zip-up pocket. Okay. You have both files. I'm, I'm going to go through all the other file cabinets. Does anything else look important? Uh, give me another perception check. 18. Um, no, but as you're kind of fiddling around on this computer a little bit, you do see some emails that are highlighted um, important. Does he have a printer in his office? No. Damn it. Just email them to Luigi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's going to want them anyways. Luigi but we also need a copy of ourselves. So even though I am not a hacker, can it be assumed that I have enough computer knowledge that I could download stuff? Yeah, everybody pretty much, if you can do it, like, you can download a file, you can Google things. So that's just, in the book it explains it, that there's a whole session about, look, we assume that you know how to, you know, operate a smartphone. It's 2099. Okay. You know. So then, yeah, I would also transfer those emails to a secure cloud storage that i have access to okay and any other files i'll I'll just basically look through his personal c drive and and find something that looks interesting look for a file that says orange juice or taxes (laughs) why don't you just rip the hard drive out of the computer and take the whole hard drive that's so smart thanks plus you get to punch things wait the files are in the computer computer it's so simple! You could make a fist hole in the computer and then get the hard drive. So are you destroying his computer by, by taking the hard drive? I can't say no. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you take your, your cybernetic hands, grip the, the slim tower that's sitting there on his desk, and crushes it open. Yep. Pulling out the small hard drive and tucking it into one of your, uh, one of your pouches on your load-bearing vest. Yep. Because obviously, uh, I have I have pockets a la Cable from the '90s X Men, so I've got pockets to the end of the earth, and a giant shoulder pad over one cybernetic arm. Yes. All right. So I've been doing that. I've been I've been ransacking this office. I don't know what you guys have been doing. Okay, Cho. Um, you could pull the fire alarm and send all the elevators to the, the ground floor, or you guys can keep searching for the other room. Uh, I'm going to make the attempt to get back into the system. Okay, give me a software check. Flynn, what are you doing? 
or not Flynn, Reynolds. So I'm just kind of waiting for the security guards to come in. There's not a whole lot I can do technical. So I'm just like, just in case somebody bursts in, I'm going to be ready for them. Ajax? Uh, looking for the other room. Okay, around the corner from the server, uh, from the reception desk, is the room marked 4703, and it says server room. I'll open it. Okay, uh, you walk in, and on the back wall, there is racks and racks and racks of server computers. And then on the right side is a single tower. Give me a perception check. 12. Okay. Uh, you notice as you walk in this room, uh, it has to be shielded because your tack lens is showing you you're getting no signal of any kind in this room. And then you notice that the tower there has no wired connection anywhere. All right. Uh, I'll just go over there, carefully pick that tower up, and bring it over to Chosen and go, I think you want this one. Okay, Cho, what'd you get on your software check? Uh, I was 21 on my software check. Okay, you're back into the read side of it, so you can see the cameras. Um, it looks like there are three guys on the ground floor who are tending to the dudes you left down there. And it looks like the um, other part of the QRF is in an elevator on their way up. How many, how many floors away are they? Uh, about six now. So you've got about... 25 to 30 seconds before they get to the floor. Can I lock that elevator? No, you still have to hack to the next level to get to right access. All right, I'm going to try that again. Okay. 23. Oh, goody. Yep, that does it. <sighs> yes. Uh, you're past the firewall router. Uh, you, don't have, you don't have control of their server, which is the ultimate control node there, mm-hmm. but you do have the ability to, to turn things on and off. You can see the cameras. You can make the cameras turn on and off. You can do all the basic security functions. All right, flipping off the cameras, flipping off the elevator that the QRF is in. Okay. Uh, and leave. I'm flipping actually all elevators except the freight elevator. Okay. So every elevator is locked except the freight. Okay. Can you... Can you stop them in between floors so they can't get out of the elevator? It's it's a little late now. Um, the elevator's already off. I don't know where they're at really right now. They're in the elevator. They could be at a floor. They could be between floors. But the elevators themselves are locked down. They'd have to get out of the elevator to deactivate the doors, which is going to take them plenty of time. They're not going to be able to do it easily. We've got We've got some time to get out now. Okay. So you now have the... One tower in front of you. Are you guys doing anything with that now, or are you trying to beat feet? I I say let's we we've got this. Let's let's take this. Did you find anything in the other room? Yep. The other room is a big server room. I found this tower there on its own. Uh, the other the other room, the first room. Uh, yeah, I did. I got some important hard copy files and his entire hard drive. Very good. Um, give me one tick. I'm gonna peek into the room real quick just to see if there's anything else in there wireless-wise, network-wise. And he just goes in and, and peeks around the corner to look and see if there's any other those weird blank spots like there were in his apartment. Uh, no, no. Okay. Uh, the big blank spot is the server room. And as you're kind of looking at it, you're pretty sure it's an EMP-shielded Faraday cage. So their server room has hardline connections that bypass the Faraday right as it leaves so they can use all their computers here. And it looks like the tower that he picked up did not have a connection to the outside world, what is commonly known as an air-gapped computer. Again, what is not on the grid cannot be hacked. Mm-hmm. So it's not an uncommon cybersecurity tactic for, for corpse to, to stick super, super important data on those computers that are only accessible in person. All right. Uh, there's nothing left in the room, sir. Let's, uh, let's be feet. Let's get out of here. 
The freight elevator still works. We can take that down to the ground floor and get out. Let's go. Okay, as you guys uh, beat feet out of there, you hit the freight elevator, and Joe, you're kind of watching the, the security cameras. You see that the QRF has uh, pushed up an access panel in the ceiling of the elevator they were in and are currently trying to get onto the floor above them by manhandling the door above them. <laughs> so they're, they're working their way out of the elevator, but it looks like it's pretty slow going. Cho's recording that feed. He's keeping that feed. As you guys head down, you're looking down in the lobby, and it looks like there are there's three guards who are basically kind of standing, three of the, the heavier guards that are standing over the two you shot before, and it looks like they're probably waiting for paramedics, but they're between you and the exit. Could... We stop the freight elevator a floor above them, get out, take the stairs down. But as we take the stairs down, have the freight elevator finish its way down. So when it opens, they're looking at the freight elevator and we sneak past them. Um, you could, but it looks like, give me a perception show. Uh, 19. The stairway is open into the main lobby and there are two guards there. Two's better than three. Or we could just... Stop a floor above, kick a window out, and jump down. I mean, a window above, now we're talking second floor, what, Probably 20 about, feet? About 15 to 20 feet. All right. Flynn jumps first, then he just catches each one of us. Yeah, works for me. We could just go and shoot him. That'd be fine. It's not like we haven't already uncorked that bottle. Yeah, the paramedics are already on their way, right? <laughs> That's true. Wait, let me... Is there... Uh, so, we were talking about a fire system, right? Is there a fire suppression system in the room the three guards are in? Yeah, it's just sprinklers. All right, so... So it would uh, make it wet. Right before our the freight elevator lands, Cho's going to trigger the that Sprinkler. fire suppression in that room to go off. Okay. So are you guys stopping above or on that floor? We'll, we'll stop above. Okay. Okay. So you stop above. You set off the fire suppression system there, so the sprinklers start going off. And send the freight elevator down to the bottom floor. Okay. Now what are you guys doing? Somebody's going to kick out a window, right? That's, that's the plan. All right, I'll kick out a window. So you run over. It looks like the windows are behind an office door. I kick open the office door. Okay, give me... Uh, just roll me a strength check. Oh, only got a 10. Okay, uh, you it's a little office door. So you do manage to kick it open, um, and you see the window in front of you. I could have just unlocked it, you know. No time! Uh, uh, uh. Hey, he hasn't taken a limb yet today. He's getting antsy. Let him break some things. And um, is this like a big office window, like a picture window, or just a small window? Oh, it's like a it's like a big like floor to ceiling window. And I'm in an office, right? So there's a desk. Yes. I I want to throw the desk through the window. Okay, give me a strength check and add your cyber arms to that. Don't forget that part. The D6 for your cyber arms. Oh, shit. I wasn't doing that this whole time. Oh. Oh. I want to make it that much better. That's a 12. <laughs> it's not so much a pick as like uh, you pick up one side and kind of shove it to the window. Uh, it <laughs> does break the window and then the desk very slowly falls down and lands in front of the lobby door. Yes. Go, 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 go. Jump on the table. It shortens your fall by three feet. <laughs> okay, I... so you guys jump down. Uh, everybody give me an agility check. Cho is not jumping. What's Cho doing? Ajax, give me your rope. Fire what? that pinion into the ground here, into the floor here, and I'll just climb the rope down, huh? 
It'll be just like the opposite of gym class. Okay. I, I, I do that. Okay, so you put the, the piton into the floor, and you guys climb down. Uh, still give me agility checks for everybody who's climbing or jumping. Six, 16 for Reynolds. Okay. Uh, I got an Ajax got an 18. Okay. Seven. Eight. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, our eight here jumps out of the window because that was you. And I know you're jumping. I, I wouldn't care anyway. I would just jump. <laughs> okay, so it's it's more like a more like a belly flop. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Onto the table. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, as you stand up off the table, because you're the first one out, because you've been pushing this whole thing forward, uh, you see the two guards who are in the lobby who heard the crash out of the second story window come walking out. I shoot them. <laughs> okay, roll initiative. Fourteen. Every, everybody can roll initiative. These guys are wearing heavier armor and helmets. It's going to be a 16 for Cho. 16 for Cho. 16 for Reynolds. Okay. Flynn, what'd you get? Uh, 14. Ajax? 19. Uh, Ajax, it's your turn first. Everybody's on the ground floor outside of the front door. There are two heavily armed guards. They both have... Uh, pistols in drop like holsters, and they're both carrying um, assault rifles. Ooh, that doesn't sound good. Uh, I will. Uh, Ajax drops to a knee, pulls out his pistol, and aims at the guy. Um, gonna aim at a right arm on the first one. Okay. Roll me an attack roll. You said this was an office. Is it like an open office or just like a single manager's office? Well, you guys are out of the office now. Uh, I thought some of us were still in the process of coming out, so we're all on the ground yep. outside. All okay. you're on the ground outside. Then never mind. So you're actually standing in like a little entry plaza. There's a fountain. Yeah, nice fountain. Okay, what'd you get for your shot to the arm? Uh, Ajax pulls his gun up and pulls the trigger and absolutely nothing happens. Did you roll a one? Yes. Okay, your gun did jam. So it takes one action to clear the jam or you can just drop it and pick, pull out another gun. Just throw your gun at him. It, he, yeah, he's pulling the trigger and stupid thing and just throws the gun. Okay, uh, I'm just going to go Reynolds and show because you guys tied. So, Reynolds, go ahead. All right, I'm going to pump my shotgun, pull it out, and I'm just going to do uh, a, a three burst and try to run away. Like, I'm, I'm just, I don't want to fight him. I just want to get away, but I'm going to use it almost like covering fire. Okay, uh, roll me your attack rolls. So, is that two or three attacks? It should be two for the shotgun. Okay. And then, are you kind of aiming it more toward the first guy or the second guy? Uh, the first guy. Okay. Which one of us was carrying the tower? I thought that was you or Ajax. Uh, it was me. Uh, that would be a 13 and a 15. Okay, uh, both of those actually hit him. So you managed to hit him. Uh, the first shot hits him in the chest, and the second shot hits him in the left arm. All right, and I roll damage separately? Yep. All right, first is 22 points of damage. Okay. And then uh, 12, 15 points of damage. Okay. Uh, so you do, his chest armor absorbs uh, the entire blast of the first shotgun blast, and the second shotgun blast nearly takes all of the armor off of his left arm as you fire both. Uh, I'm, doing, I'm doing the thing where I'm like running backwards as I do that. Okay. Uh, it does pop into your mind that you do have a get-out-of-jail-free card. True, you but... Just, uh, you just remember, you're like, we're not going to get in trouble for this. But I'd rather have that in my pocket for another day. Okay, uh, Harris, Cho. Um, I will 
also pull out my pistol and try and uh, do another spread shot, uh, two shots, um, at the uh, at the two guards. Which one? One or oh, two? Uh, the one, uh, the one that uh, Reynolds hit. Okay. Try and focus fire here. Ooh, yeah. Um, he rolled a three. Oh well, that's good because I rolled a three and a four, but I still beat him with my bonuses. So, uh, <laughs> that's okay. uh, that's gonna be a seven and an eight. Okay. Well, the first shot hits him in the chest, and the second shot hits him in the left arm. All right. And we'll As see you are spraying here. across his body. The first shot is eight points. Okay. And the second shot is eleven points. Okay. Um. So. Again, uh, his chest armor absorbs the impact of the first shot, and you nearly blow the armor off on his arm on the second shot. Flynn! Uh, I'm going to use my machine gun. Okay. Which has... At which one? Uh, the, fir- the first one on there, the nano... Na- na- the light machine... No, 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 which guy are you shooting at? The one who's been shot or the one oh, that hasn't been shot? Uh, yeah, the one who has been shot repeatedly. Okay. So this is 5 and 0, oh, so that means I roll 5 attacks, right? Yep. All right. And anything over a five hits. Okay, so that's one hit. That's two hits. That's a one. So. Uh, okay, so on the third shot, your gun jams, but right. but the first two shots do strike him, and you actually both of them hit him in the in the chest. So roll me two damage sets. What damage does a machine gun do? Uh, the first one is twenty-seven. It does three d ten. Jeez. Second one does 10. Okay. Uh, so his chest armor is effectively gone, and he takes a little bit of damage to uh, the upper part of his chest, but he is still up. And since you decided to draw a machine gun on him, he is going to fire at you now. That's fair. Fair. So um, he's firing a three-round burst at you, so go ahead and make me a defense roll if you'd like. Seven. Oh, okay. Well, since ties go to attacker, he hits with all three. Great. Uh, okay. First shot hits you in the right leg for 16 points of damage. And the next two shots hit you in the right arm for 21 points of damage total to your right arm. So once it surpasses the armor, the rest of it goes to the actual hit points, right? Yep. Okay. Okay. The other guard... Um, again, he's looking around. Um, Reynolds, he saw you uh, shoot his buddy with a shotgun. He's not particularly happy with you about that. Okay, and my defense is... Is it just an agility roll? Yep. Nine. Nine. Okay, well, that would be two hits. <sighs> one to your right leg and one to your right arm. So your right leg takes 21 points of damage. And your right arm takes 14 points of damage. All right, so you said uh, you tick a box for every five? Yeah, once it's, once it's killed all the armor points. Right, so I took, I took nine past that. Okay. So is that, do, one do bo- I get like one, one box, box and then four? Yeah, just four additional. So when you take one more damage to that same limb, you'll be into the second condition track. Okay, so I didn't know if it was like, uh, like it, it held over or if it was ignored if it didn't meet the threshold. Nope. All right, so that was the first one. I'm sorry, what was the second attack? Uh, shoot, it was 14 to the right arm. Right arm. 
All right, so that does two, so it doesn't actually tick a box. Right. Got it. Okay. Okay. Back to the top of the round. Ajax. Uh, Ajax will pull out his other gun and, once again, try to shoot that same guy. Okay. He's going to try and get out of the way. I'm going to get a different die because that one's rolled two ones. Hey, I can't do it again. The odds are in your favor. I rolled a 14. That does, in fact, hit. And since you didn't call it, you actually hit him straight in the head. 13 points of damage. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Um, His helmet's pretty much gone. <clears throat> He's got a little bit of structural integrity left, but not much. Uh, Reynolds. All right, well, they shot at me. Uh, his helmet's almost gone, so I'm going to shoot him in the face with my shotgun. Okay. Well, that escalated quickly. <laughs> uh, eight. That does, in fact, hit. Oh, wow. Okay. That's the neat thing about oppose rolls is sometimes when you guys are on defense, you'll roll like a really good oppose roll and, you know, gives you that extra moment of, woohoo, I missed or hit. Okay, go ahead. Uh, oh, that is, I can't do math, uh, 22 plus 9, 31 points of damage to his face. Wow, that's that's impressive. Um, so 32, you said? Uh, 11, 11, and 9. I yeah, think that's you, you, 31. Yep, yeah, you... Um, killed all of the head armor and bypasses the total amount of her hit points by two. His head is basically red mist. So he falls down bodily to the floor. Cho starts dry heaving. <laughs> Cho, it's your turn. Cho's dry heaving, but he's going to try and take a couple shots at the guy that's left. Okay. Do I take a negative for the dry heaving? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to give you a minus one penalty for that. All right. Again, just kind of spraying with two shots. Okay. Oh, geez. You said negative one? Yep. Okay, so that's uh, that's going to be a 22 and a natural one. So. Okay, your gun jams on the second shot. Yep. Your first shot hits him in the uh, left leg because you're just kind of spraying around. He has not actually taken any damage yet. 13 points. 13 points to the left leg. Okay, his armor's almost gone. And Flynn. So I would have to spend this whole turn clearing the jam on my machine gun. Or you can switch weapons. And I think I'd grab some sort of machine gun from Dax's. You did. You have a UMP pistol, which is a speed 3-1, and it does uh, 3d6 damage. It's a submachine gun. Okay. Yeah, so I'll use that. Okay, so you just drop your, your machine gun to the to the side, and it comes down on its sling and yep. just kind of hangs there and you fire the other weapon so there's only one guard left right yep now even with the uh with this i can can i target all three to a body part or is that only one just one um when the combat specialist gets higher levels they can start to gotcha do okay so i'll i'll just use all three shots though at, at him okay uh natural 20 so that's a 22 okay that bypasses armor and goes to his chest all right. Uh, next roll is a 17. Okay. That hits. <laughs> Final roll is a five. Uh, that misses. So let's let's deal with that one that, that bypassed the armor first. Okay. So roll me 3d6 damage for now, that. Alex, is that because the natural 20 but just automatically bypasses armor? Yeah, like it finds a seam in the armor or something like that. Uh, so the damage for the nat 20 is 12. Uh, you see the bullet kind of catch a seam underneath his chest plate and enter his body. He is definitely not happy. Uh, next attack roll was a 13. 
And that hits him in the left arm. Roll me some damage. No, no. I mean, that was the damage for that one. Oh, 13? Yeah. Okay. 13 to his left arm armor. His left arm armor is now almost gone. So, uh, yeah, he's definitely uh, wounded and will be taking penalties from here on out. And it's his turn, and you just shot him. He's identifying the largest threat. Uh, 18 was my defense roll. Okay, so he got one natural 20 and then missed twice. So that natural 20 hits you in the uh, right arm. Oh, shit. And your right arm takes... When do we start running? Uh, wow, that was a horrible roll. Your right arm takes nine points of damage. Okay, so that takes me down to... 16, probably? No, I was at 16. Oh. 16 minus 9 is... 7? Seven? 7. So that puts me... The first two boxes are checked off, and I'm at 3 into the middle box. Okay. Yeah, you're in quite yeah. a bit of pain. Well, actually, no, because you have cyber arms. So you're just like... You're getting malfunction signals out of your cyber arms. I'll fix it later. Your arm is a jar. Uh, your arm <laughs> is a jar. No, it's an arm! Damn it! <laughs> Reynolds. All right. Uh, So, yeah, so I will turn the shotgun on the other one, and I'm going to try to intimidate him. And basically, I put the shotgun at his face and tell him to stand down. Okay. Give me a roll. 10 plus 3, 13. Oh, barely got him. You see him uh, drop his rifle to the side, and he puts the hands on the back of his helmet, like so, and gets down on his knees, kind of looks at his buddy, who's headless corpses laying next to him. When you go home tonight and kiss your wife, that's because we didn't kill you. Now, bye. And we're going to get... I take the GTFO. rifles. I take the rifles. <laughs> yeah, you grab both rifles. Does anyone want to kill him on the way out? No? Yes? No. No, but uh, uh, Chill will turn around and be like, you're lucky you still got a mouth to kiss that wife with. Oh, husband, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you guys beat feet out of there and managed to make it back to the safe house. Yeah. Um, so as you were going through the data, hang on, let me pull that up. So I'm assuming you're doing that now. Mm-hmm. So we'll do a little bit of wrap up here. Yeah, we need to know what we're going to sell before we sell it. Okay. And to who all we're going to sell it. We could go with a bidding war. Oh, this is where your crypto comes into play. Uh, Hacker, give me a couple crypto rolls. Yay. So the first one is, where's the crypto at? There it is. Uh, the first one is a 16, and the last one is a 22. Okay, the 22 breaks one down. Um, the 16, you don't quite get. Uh, the first one's an encrypted, uh, it looks like an encrypted email system, an encrypted email from someone named Ava Rasek. And the email reads, Jack, we have a total lockdown on Vreedfort. Any of their local security we weren't able to bring into the fold have been removed and replaced with our guys. It's locked down. Civil engagement teams have done a great job getting the local populace on board. They have lots of work outfitting the town, and we're paying, parentheses, overpaying, well. Don't think we're going to have any issue. Mine is coming along nicely, and per your instructions, we are using drones and known employees only. No security issues yet. Regards, Ava. Right, so there's an email from Ava there. Hmm. Yeah. You want to try one more decrypt? Is there a way to assist him in any Natural of these 20. Goals? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, there is a way to assist him. Let him roll that stupid freaking die. Yeah, I'll just... <laughs> and this one is from someone named Jack Avila. You're guessing that's who the last one was addressed to. Ava, 
Good to hear. My understanding from Tom said is that we moved everyone in via enough different modes of transpo and through both Johannesburg and Cape Town. Parentheses, big enough for us to hide in. So we should have transported all of our people in clean. Please confirm. The boss wants more samples sent to the labs as soon as possible. We are doing our best to make sure they understand the need for patients, but I'm not sure how long they will hold off and keep this in our hands. Regards, Jack. Definitely keeping copies of this data. Okay. Flynn, are you looking through what you stole? Yeah, I will pull out the hard copies and start flipping through those, and then I will hand the hard drive to Chell. Uh, the hard copy, the first hard copy you have is got a satellite with a map overlay. It's a satellite image with a map overlay. And it says Malkavro Base outside Vreedfort, South Africa. And there is some Latin long coordinates. And then there's a little, on the map, there's a little symbol that says Malkavro Base. And it looks like, so you'll see there's a little curved side here. Mm-hmm. And then underneath it is a little explanation dealie. And it says the Vreedfort crater is estimated to be approximately 2 billion years old, plus minus 4 million years of blink in geological time. It looks like an explanation from internal Malfinia documents. The original crater was roughly 300 kilometers in diameter. A mining survey drone came across an unknown element during its dive at a depth of approximately 9 miles. Permalfinia protocol was brought back to the main research and development facility. Malfinia has drilled now 11 miles into the earth in an attempt to see what minerals or elements the asteroid may have brought with it. Hmm. Okay. So nothing about what they found, but just what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. That's in the in the hard copy file. Okay. You've got a couple more things to search. Yeah. There's the hard drive we ripped out. Can we just plug that into a monitor and start looking through files? Yeah. The hard drive has a lot of references to stuff either on that aircraft computer. It also has a list of names. Would we rec- would we recognize any of the names on the list? Uh, you could run it through like your what the app or Google or something along those lines. I'll also record the list just so we okay. have it. So any of the actual hard data I'm, I'm storing internally with my, uh, with my head kit. Okay. Are you guys searching for some of those names? Yeah. Ajax, you're kind of Googling around. It's a really wide swath of people, some biochemists, some physicists, some geologists, basically every branch of science you've ever seen of the hard sciences. Then the rest of the list is mostly corporate mercenaries. So maybe this hmm. is a list of people they're hiring to do something? Or hired. Sounds like they're going to mine this mineral or element, and they're trying to figure out what it's going to be used for and how they can capitalize their capitalize on what they have found. Yeah, it's basically another 121 scenario. Yeah. Well, the thing with element 121 is it was synthesized. They made it. That was what made him you know, all their money as they patented it. And so far, nobody's been able to reverse engineer it. This, based on what you're reading in those emails and files, it looks like they found some element that is not earthbound from an asteroid crater. They could be looking to synthesize this element as well. And also just control access. Or maybe just to figure out what it is. I mean, it's an unknown element right now, right? It could be a new power source. It could be a weapon. It could be nothing. I mean, they don't know anything about it, it sounds like. So give me a software check on that, the tower that you pulled out of the server room better that's an 18 okay so this is what you find on there uh, i'm not a scientist but it looks like some kind of cell structure is it a cell structure or a molecule looks like popcorn to me <clears throat> give me a physics check Ooh, i have that 15 it's definitely not anything that is on the current periodic table that is like something you've never seen that is 
the molecular breakdown of whatever they're looking at. I have never seen anything like that. Me neither. It does not exist on any periodic table that we have. Do we get to name it? Bob. It looks like they've called it Element 19X. Yeah, it's, that's a dumb name. Yeah, it's not We're going to scratch that out. That's not original. Yeah. I think we should call it the Reynolds. Or uh, scooby doo Oh, yeah! <laughs> scooby doo That's great. Uh, gentlemen, that is the end of the adventure. Do we at least get paid? You do. So do you guys hand it over to the IOG? I again, I think a bidding war is our best option. Rather than getting like, everyone to pay us, we get them to fight against each other and one person pay us a lot. Your character would know that if you don't give it to the IOG, they're just going to arrest you and take it. Uh, so we sell it to the other two and then give it to them? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, okay, so Swan pays you the 150000 each for your your job. He also donates the $50,000 to the Children's Hospital on your behalf. Aw, yeah, that was nice. He asked what name you would like the donation registered under. Uh, Ajax, he's been touching children for 20 years. <laughs> God, that sounds worse than I meant. I like it. Let's do it. I like it. Let's use that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the IOG uh, thanks you for your great contribution to the great work, and they tell you you get one get-out-of-jail-free card, basically. Uh, they say you can just send a message through that TCPIP switch that you got. So wait, do we have two now? Nope, just the one still. Are we going to try to sell it to the British service? Yeah, we sold it to to both of them. I thought that was the plan. We are going to sell it to both and give, then give it to IOG. Okay. You make, uh, you make contact with the, with the British intelligence. Um, without confirming or denying that that was their agent, they pay you each 160000 Solid. Uh, I am going to retire and open a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know that we should retire. You know, perhaps there may be call for this team to get back together in the future. Are we talking about a retirement scheme and then we all get pulled back in for one last job? Obviously, I am setting up the the opening montage of the sequel where you have to convince me to get back in action. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Come on. I uh, I get a hobby where I start painting like uh, Jackson Pollock's, but it's all bes- blood splatters that I can't get out of my mind. Yeah, yeah. I, that, I try to get that image on canvas so it comes out of my mind, but it doesn't. So I'll probably end up killing myself in like three years. I'm an alcoholic, drug, adi- dr- drug addict. <laughs> uh, Cho spends a good chunk of his money on a on an online like just smear campaign against Luigi. <laughs> uh, a few days. I was gonna say a few days after the operation, uh, you do see a news report saying that the RCMP has arrested Luigi under numerous <laughs> cyber crimes, as well as um, grand theft from Malfinia Capital Power and a bevy uh, accessory to murder. Uh, two counts of that. I build a I build a software bot that's uh, sending him encrypted mail through the prison system. That's just poop emojis. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy network. If you enjoy what we do here, then please check out the RPGacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize, but we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, 
please visit patreon.com slash Academy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the drive-thru RPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.